Internet. How's it going, Internet? Welcome to episode 62 of Outreach Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online this week and explain why you're dumb for caring. This week we are coming to you live from the 12th floor above a Tim Hortons. Called, what's your pl- building called? The Ost? Let's, let's, not, let's not tell. The Ost. I don't want any of N? our stalkers to... Uh, Derek's address... To- no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're finally coming to you from Derek's fresh new pet. As you may tell, it is devoid of furniture, so it might be a bit echo, echo, echo e in here. I'll turn the reverb up just so yeah, they turn, can't tell if it's... Turn the reverb up just for that one Way joke. up. Yeah. <laughs> turn the reverb all the way up so people's ears start bleeding. Uh, we also have a, uh, a four-year-old running around in the background because that's, yeah. that's just the life now. <laughs> Say hi, Noah. Hi. Yeah, so uh, if you hear something that's not us being bad at podcasting, that's... Good at, great at podcasting. Noah making noise. Good at podcasting. Smashing boxes and what have you. So what do you want to talk about first, Derek? Do you want to talk about something the internet is really, really good at? Sexualizing nostalgia. How's that grab you? I'm still confused by what this whole thing is. Okay. <laughs> so. Please explain. Uh, I don't know if it makes me a pervert yes. that I know about Bo- yes. Bowsette or if it just makes Derek an extremely old man because he doesn't know about mm, Bowsette. No, you're definitely a pervert. Okay. So, while this pertains to you because you own a Switch... So, Nintendo announced that they were going to do a port of the latest Smash Brothers game to the Nintendo Switch. And in the announcement video, they showed a new playable character called Toadette, which is, like, Toad, but female. I thought Toad was pretty gender-neutral character as it is. Like, I never knew if it was... Yeah, but I guess... it was a boy or a girl. Nintendo in its super, um creative way of introducing new characters to fill up all these games instead of actually inventing ones they do gender different versions of each character so that they could just multiply the characters they've already made instead of coming up with new ones so what happened was in this game Toadette in the video Toadette picks up a power up that gives her Princess Peach's powers so she looks like a hybrid between Toadette and Peach called Peachette. I was going to say this looks exactly like Princess Peach, just with like a like a leather corset. Yeah. So then what happened was uh, comic book or not comic artist, comic book artist, but comic artist at a YYK92 made a comic where Mario. Are you sure this is a comic artist and not just some rando on Twitter who drew a shitty cartoon? It, if he made a comic, he's a comic artist. Uh, this is pretty good comic. It's pretty uh, good art. Agree to disagree on that. If if I write a song, I'm not a songwriter. If that's, you make that's, a song, that's reserved for the. Pr- I have written songs. Yes. I'm if not you a make a song and it goes viral, you're by default a songwriter. No, no. that guy no. who made. Pen, pineapple, apple pen. I was gonna also say chocolate rain, but that might be dating myself for Dude, a bit. Actually, Tay Zonde is quite not a songwriter, a good musician, and he has written other songs. And chocolate rain 
is a good song. I feel like he also just wrote a book or something. I saw him back in the news recently. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear something hilarious it's about? Probably not that. I digress. Remember when I was single for ten years? Yes, I do so remember that. At one of those points, I had I did this like playlist on iTunes called Dale a Day, and every day I'd put like my favorite song that day on. And one day I put Chocolate Rain on, and I was like, "This song is a joke." And it's not very funny, or it's not very uh, musically apt, but I like it, so I'm going to put it on the thing anyway. Smash cut to me actually convincing a girl to come make out with me in my bedroom, and I'm like, ah, I should throw on some booty tunes. (laughs) And since I don't actually have booty tunes, I put on... The Dale Day mix, and it's going pretty good. I got like indie music in there, lots of hipster shit, nothing too ha- nothing too heavy, and then Chocolate Rain comes on while we're smooching, and uh, and then you got lucky. No, I did that not. Is the sexiest, sexiest song. I, I did not get lucky ever. Oh, but I also messaged Tayzonde, and I told him to cover, um. Old Man River, and he said he wouldn't do it because it's not a popular song. And I was like, are you aware? Wait, it's not a popular song? And I was like, are you aware your whole career is a novelty? But he didn't answer that. So anyways, back to Bowsette. Right. Those so, hard-hitting issues. So what happened was when Derek derailed me to talk about how this comic doesn't meet his standards of what a comic artist should be presenting... Uh, this guy makes a comic of Mario proposing to Princess Peach. She turns him down, and then Mario goes to console with Bowser, because I guess now they're friends in this comic, and Bowser reveals that he has this power-up that was featured in the video game, and then he, the next panel is Mario with a hybrid of Bowser and Princess Peach making Peach jealous, and... Like Derek said, it just looks like Peach wearing like a black dress, has horns, sharp teeth, and spiked bracelets. And uh, let me tell you, the boys on the internet really are lapping this up. And Bowsette has become an instant viral phenomenon. You can now get waifu pillows of Bowsette. It only took like a week. Please explain waifu pillows like for the this people is all listening happened. At, at home because this I feel like this could – This all happened within the last three weeks. This could, uh, this could open some doors for people. Do you want to explain what a, what a waifu pillow okay. is, Dale? I might be wrong on this, but waifu itself I think is a gross translation for wife. And what it is is in uh, – I don't know. This sounds racist when you explain it, but because it's just kind of like Asian craziness. So what happens is, I think it comes from Korea, there are a super high amount of single men in Korea, and one of the ways of them coping with their lo- their loneliness is they get a pillow that's like a body pillow, so it's like a regular width of a pillow, but it's like four feet long, and then they have like hot girls printed on them so that they can cuddle with them. And those are called waifu pillows. I just, uh, I googled it and there's an article here and it's like best anime waifu body pillows. How to get them and clean them. And the clean them part all throughout this article strongly suggests that people are fucking these pillows. 
Uh, Noah, cover your ears for a second. You that just, people are fucking these pills. Too, I like how you say they're fucking these pills. Oh, wait, Noah, cover your ears. Uh, and then you say the same thing again. Well, like, like six ways to keep your anime body pillow looking fresh. Number one, wash yourself regularly. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like if you're too dirty and you're making love to the pillow, that's going to that's going to cause some unnecessary wear and tear. I love how it's like. Uh, these like gross nerds pretend that it's offensive to call them gross nerds, but one of the body, one of the steps of care for their body pillows. The first step, the very first step is, is wash yourself. To wash yourself. Like, yeah, we're not going to say anything mean, but oh, hey, uh, when you're fucking this pillow, you should be washing yourself. So yeah, now this thing is become a viral phenomenon. How viral did it really go though? I mean... Well, it's on IGN. And then Nintendo was like, yo, we invented this. When we made Mario Odyssey, we were actually going to make Bowser have a hat that he could throw on Peach and turn into Halfway Peach and, like, F with Mario for plot devices. But that didn't actually get put in the game. So, mm, I don't know. Do you want to know how, why this is? Uh, I only read about it. I only heard about it because it started showing up in memes. And once stuff shows up in memes, it's pretty much super popular. Derek, do you know what memes are? I, I'm familiar do with have the, to, the memes, Dale. I know I, what memes are. Do I have to? Uh, do I have to explain those? No, I I I know I know memes. Okay. So anyway, as you the memes, it showed up in memes. I'm not familiar with uh, leather bustier clad Mario characters becoming popular for any reason. Any reason is just brand new, and it's what people on the internet are flipping their lid about. No, you know what people on the internet were flipping their lid about this week, Dale? What the Kavanaugh thing? The the Justice Kavanaugh. That's literally all I saw any day I logged on to Twitter for four days straight. Was Derek? this what stop going on adult internet what? <laughs> like where are you hanging where out? i 4chan? go to which is the fun internet which doesn't talk about 4chan? boring political stories that are ultimately depressing and 4chan just ruin your full expectations of the united states ability to do anything on a grown-up level yeah even with that in consideration when i'm like would i rather go on the like people getting angry at uh united states politics constantly internet or the sex with anime body pillows internet do you want to hear an interesting statistic that i just googled is it about body pillows no it's about bowsette (sighs) so pornhub reports that in three days Searches for Bowsette went from zero to 500,000. That's still not in the... When you consider the amount of traffic Pornhub gets... I'd say 500,000 searches for something that didn't exist three days before is pretty significant. Give me a second here. Just doing some research. Why'd you go incognito? Oh, because you you got it. Why? Why can't you just look at Pornhub? I am on Pornhub. Yeah, but why can't you do it without an incognito window? Because you just you always go incognito. I've you, never You don't you don't want I don't you don't want Big Brother knowing what porn you're looking at. Why? Well I don't look at gross porn. 
I don't look at gross porn. No, I don't know. That the, incognito switch. The porn I check out is actually pretty vanilla in the grand scheme of things. But mm. you just, you know. It's not something I'd want broadcast at my funeral. I'm just going to oh, say okay. that. Like, <laughs> Although, now that you mention it, every single porn video I've ever watched broadcast at my funeral would be hilarious. I don't if know I outlive if, you, I'll make sure it happens. I don't know if anybody would go to like a one-year continuously long funeral because that's how much porn I've looked at, but it would still <laughs> be pretty funny. You ask why I go incognito window, and meanwhile, oh my I'm God. scrolling through the Is there actual Bowsette porn? Oh, tons. There's like ebony Bowsette anal, uh, blonde Bowsette anal, uh, uh, Bowsette hentai, which we I think we also touched on. Uh, <laughs> Can we take not, a break? I'm not even, I'm not even going into we, this. We should take like an hour-long break. I'm not. So I could do some more research. I'm not doing any of that. Why is there so much? Who is animating these things? Uh, people in Korea. Makes sense. Uh, there's people who probably, like, well, the thing with 3D and our 3D animated porn now is you can take your old, like, busty girl model and you could just, like, slap some horns on her and then you already have like a good to go porn because the way that 3d animation works if you're not familiar with this it's closer to like puppeteering than it is to animation because you just you make a model and then you move that model instead of like redrawing it the computer draws it so uh (laughs) can can you go hang out in my room please and go play in there please yeah okay uh so we're just having very adult (laughs) how many fbi lists did we just get on talking about 3D animated porn and then having child laughter (laughs) float into the podcast. We're going to have to edit this one pretty heavily. Uh, No, no, no. You're going to have to edit this one. Touche. Yeah, I did not see this Bowsette thing anywhere because of the the Kavanaugh and uh, Dr. Christine Ford uh, business going on. So if you want to know what it's like for this podcast, I was like... Hey, do you want to talk about the Bowsette thing? And he's like, I have no idea what that is. And I was like, huh. And then later I was like, so what's this uh, Kavanaugh Ford thing? And Derek's like, are you serious right now? <laughs> That's pretty much our <laughs> entire dynamic. And I was like, yeah, because uh, I pretty much go on the internet and look at memes. And that's about it. Derek, are you looking at different? Is that a Waluigi? That's a Lady Waluigi. So that. For people who weren't uh, satisfied with just Bowsette memes and pictures, there's a whole lot of fan art pouring in of other characters like Booette, Waluigiette, and pretty all the other Mario characters with Et on the end. I feel like there's probably an entire internet subculture dedicated to like Mario porn. Like Mario. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't even know if I consider it a subculture and just like an internet culture. Like it's probably that big. That's that seems that just seems it seems a little weird. Like yeah. I know there's lots of weird shit on the internet, but that just seems 
I'd say it's pretty tame for all the other like gross stuff. I mean, it's just cartoon character porn. I don't know. For some reason, that's less offensive than like. Yeah, but because it's like so closely linked with my childhood, it's like whenever I see, what's the other stuff like? Uh, Sailor Moon porn. Well, even like I was like eighteen when Sailor Moon became popular. So no, not really. But like, oh, yeah. uh, what like uh, Shira princess or He Man porn or. Uh, yeah. Why? Why? It just it it, make, it creeps me out. Yeah, it's creepy. Well, see, what I think it is is there's these people out there who they want to link sexuality to their nostalgia because it will it makes it less offensive and less like of a perverted thing if they still get a I don't know because for a lot of things like porn. And the, like, debauchery, like, uh, debaseness of it is offensive and kind of like what you would say evil maybe in some situations. So these people are linking porn to their childhood so they could still get all their, like, shameful sexual acts out, like fucking their body pillows. But they could still hold in, hold on to a piece of their, like, childhood nativity Nativity? <laughs> How often does Nativity. It- I feel like this has come up on this yeah, podcast. So before. that these people can have a sexual release and not have to deal with this like innate shame that comes from like the perverseness of sexuality. Which, like you said, is weird. Like what people what the normal thing is, is you go look at the most like debased porn you can get shame overload, like just purge your system of all the shame and then dial it back. And then you're like, you don't have to feel the shame because you're like, well, it's not as bad as the stuff I looked at when I was 20. So that's good. But yeah, I don't know. Should we stop talking about like uh, anime porn now? No, Dale. Clearly this was number one on the agenda for a reason. So let's, let's talk all about I think, I've, I think I've said enough. I mean, this is definitely the biggest news of the week, so we should definitely talk about the the Mario character. Well, for me, I like stuff like this because it's not depressing. Because if we started talking about, like, let's delve into this Kavanaugh Ford thing that you were talking about. So basically what happened was, let, let, me, let me say the guy who had, like, a rundown of it to see if I grasp it. Okay. Because I know you know what's going on. I just want to see if I know what's going on. So Kavanaugh's the guy who got nominated for the Supreme Court? Yes. But who do you get nominated by? Donald Trump. Okay, so Donald Trump nominates this guy, Kavanaugh. So this will be the second. So basically the entire legal system. Okay, we're going too deep. All right. Anyways, so... (laughs) The, if you don't know what the Supreme Court is, I'm sure Derek will explain it Happily. to you. I will. I would love to explain it. My like long basic knowledge. So, anyways, so Kavanaugh gets nominated. Do you want to take a break so your let's, son can poo? Let's, let's take a break. We'll come back. Okay. Okay. I don't know that this is 
the official break. We might not. We Wait. might not be putting music in there. Do, do you think your kid's gonna have to poop again? Oh, absolutely. He is my child, after all. And <laughs> we're back. Okay. 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 So, can the, I the Kavanaugh thing? Can I keep explaining? Continue, this? please. Are you gonna try to interrupt me and make it boring? By going in depth, about I politics. just want the people to be in. Just, just say what you just. Okay, say you know. so back to Dale's description. So Kavanaugh was elected as Supreme Court Justice. Guy? Nailed it. Like one judge, and there's what nine? Not elected. Okay, so no wait, he's nominated by Trump to yes. go on a board of Supreme Court Supreme judges who like decide Supreme Court cases, and there's nine or seven of them. Nine. Okay. So he gets nominated, but before he can become one, he has to be accepted by a board of some sort, which I'm assuming would be the other eight judges. He has to be... No. He has to be confirmed... Yes. ...by both Congress and the Senate. Okay. That's not the same thing? No. (laughs) That's just... Okay. To explain this further, Congress is a bunch of politicians, and Senate is a different bunch of politicians. So, two different groups of politicians have to... Wait, what was the word you said? Enable him? Confirm. So, they confirm him. They both vote to confirm. So, yeah. So, the Senate... And the cap? Did you say cabinet, or did you say something else? House, House, and the Senate. The House and the Senate. These people that have to confirm him. So was it like for the? So anyways, they're going to confirm him, and then this Ford lady. What was her name? Ford. Doctor Christine Blasey Ford. That's it's a mouthful. So Doctor Christine Blasey Ford alleges that Kavanaugh and a third party. Raped her in high school? Yeah, I think it was, like, gang rape. It was definitely uh, sexual assault. Let's it wasn't, like, yeah, because there's, like, there's a difference. Like, was it started consensual but then didn't stop when she wanted it to? Or, like, they held her down from the uh, get-go? Ford publicly alleged that U.S. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her in 1982 in what she described as an attempted rape. Oh, okay. Uh, Wait, so it was just Kavanaugh? Uh, so basically, this Kavanaugh guy turns out he's garbage because he sexually assaulted women. Four boys were involved, but only two were involved in the incident. Jesus. And this was what? You said 82? 83? Yeah. And then, so... When they go to confirm him and she comes up and says this, then they have to have, like, a civil suit? No, it's not even that. Like, there's no there's no charges pending against the guy. There's no civil suit. She's not doing anything. The, the This is merely part of... And there's not even an invest, investigation going on. This yeah. is simply part of the... Um, the confirmation process yeah. to to elect to basically have him confirmed as a Supreme Court justice. So, I have a couple questions, and you're going to answer them because I don't want to talk to anybody else about politics because they'll think I'm a complete imbecile, and you already know I'm an imbecile. I think a lot of people might know that already. Okay. Okay, go for it. So. 
like, did she just say this? Like, show up at court one day and be like, oh, that guy touched me? No. Did she come forward to, like, a news organization? No. Coincidentally, when this came through? Or were the allegations already out there? Also, no. And they got drummed up. So what happened? uh, Basically, from what I understand, she... uh, I'm just going to read it here. Um, Use your read voice. They... uh, That's a terrible read voice. uh, uh, Derek, you're supposed to be the smart one. mm, Derek, use your smart guy voice. uh, Derek... It's not your smart guy voice. Um, okay. Uh, once she became aware that uh, Judge Brett Kavanaugh was on Donald Trump's shortlist to become uh, an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States, Ford contacted both the Washington Post and her congresswoman. Uh, on July 20th, 11 days after Trump nominated Kavanaugh, Uh, The congresswoman met with Ford, becoming convinced of her credibility and noting that Ford seemed terrified that her identity as an accuser might become public. So basically, she did not want her identity to become public. Yeah. um, But she did want to go on the record being like, hey, this guy had uh, done this to me back in the 80s. Okay. uh, they took the matter to uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein, one of Ford's senators in California, and the ranking Democrat on the Senate Judiciary Committee, which would deliberate Kavanaugh's nomination. Uh, in a letter to Feinstein, Ford alleged that Kavanaugh had sexually assaulted her when both were in high school and stated that she expected her story to be kept confidential. Uh, in August, Ford took a polygraph test with a former FBI agent who concluded Ford was being truthful when attesting to the accuracy of her allegations. Uh, nobody, owing to her confidentiality commitment to Ford, Feinstein did not raise the issue in the initial Kavanaugh confirmation proceedings. On September 12th, The Intercept reported that Feinstein was withholding a Kavanaugh-related document from fellow Judiciary Committee Democrats. Feinstein then referred Ford's letter to the FBI, which redacted Ford's name and forwarded the letter to the White House as an update to Kavanaugh's background check, which is part of, shocker, uh, there is a back background check as part of becoming, uh, sitting on the highest court in the, the United States. Well, that's good. Yes. Okay, so... This all happens, and then why was everybody talking about this? On September 16th, after media reported anonymous allegations and reporters started to track down her identity, Ford went public. Uh, That was a week ago. And then just on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, was the actual testimony where she came in and sat in front of the Judiciary Committee and gave her testimony about what had happened. Yeah. Uh, And then... Uh, they then asked Kavanaugh about it, uh, and he just, like, very angrily kind of denied the whole thing. Mm. And uh, a lot of Republicans, because um, that's the, so, going to go on a bit of a rant here. Yeah. So the, the, the Supreme Court of the United States is yeah. supposed to be, like, there's supposed to be checks and balances, right? There's mm-hmm. supposed to be the judicial branch of the United States government mm-hmm. that that operates independently of the dipshit partisan politics that kind of plague the the you know the House and the Senate and 
the White House. Right? I like, don't know, but continue. That's all Democrats versus Republicans yeah. all the time. Identity politics. That's the buzz term. That's essentially what it is. Like, yeah. like there is no bigger part of people's identity these days than which uh, bullshit mainstream political party you align yeah. with. Agreed. Cool. Um, so the uh, the problem with that is that Supreme the Supreme Court, yeah, which is made up of nine justices, is. I want to quickly double check that this nine. It might be said. It is an odd number. Yeah. Um, but it is made up of. I, it, I'm pretty sure it's nine, but it could be. It's either seven or nine for sure. I'm like 90% sure it's nine. There's no way it's 13. I'm not going <laughs> to. That would be unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but I get what you're saying. And from my. I just want to intercept here. Like, one of my biggest problems with the Supreme Court is it seems like. With Bush, he nominated a couple, and then Obama didn't really get to put any in, and now Donald Trump's already putting in his second one. So, like you were saying before, they're supposed to be independent of these like these identity politics, but it seems like the Republicans keep putting Supreme Justices in there, whereas the Democrats keep being like, well, that's not our role. We should be playing to a higher field. We shouldn't, like go down to this level. It's like, well, no, you should because now all the Supreme courts are going to be like conservatives who pick old man issues and viewpoints when they're talking about like, yeah. So what it is, is, is if you're a Supreme court justice, that's yeah. a lifetime appointment. You have to die or step down. Why didn't we do this? So, lifetime appointment? I know. Yeah. Oh. You're just, you're guaranteed employment for like, life. So you pass one job <laughs> interview and you don't ever have to, like you Never. Just you're just there. Delete the f- resume file off your computer. <laughs> Never use it again. Oh, that's amazing. So it's a lifetime appointment. You can only, uh, a seat is only vacated when a justice, yeah, dies or uh, basically retires. Yeah. Um, and so... Sitting presidents have all the opportunity in the world when a Supreme Court justice steps down or yeah. dies to replace it with someone who aligns with their party, the ruling party at the time's political beliefs. Yeah, that's kind of the unspoken rule of what actually happens. Yeah, and that's like so, so you could have a Supreme Court that leans conservative for the next 40 years, even if the government itself leans Democrat or bounces back and forth between Democrat and Republican. So what happened is um, right at the end of Obama's term, there uh, there was a uh, vacancy on the Supreme Court when... Um, fuck, I can't even remember. Who... Oh, wait. Oh, when Scalia died. Yeah. Um, that was during Obama's presidency, and Obama was going to uh, basically nominated Merrick Garland as a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. But because Republicans at the time controlled both the House and the Senate, yeah. they basically said, because the House and the Senate have to confirm, oh, vote yeah. to confirm, they said... Fuck no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't be doing this during an election year, knowing f- full well that they had a better chance 
if if a Republican yeah. got elected, that it was going to be conservative going to the Supreme Court. So they basically uh, stymied the whole confirmation. They refused to vote to confer- They wouldn't even hold a vote. Um, so that was, and the Democrats just kind of meekly rolled over and were like, yeah. nah, okay, we don't want to rock the boat too bad. Uh, they were, they fully believed that Hillary was going to win the election. Uh, so they were like, if we have to wait, you know, four months to get our guy in the Supreme Court, it's not that big a deal. Um, so what happened, of course, now uh, Trump ended up uh, filling the seat with uh, Neil uh, Gorish. Gorsuch. Uh, so he was a conservative. And yeah. then uh, and then a year later, um, who announced their retirement? It was was it Kennedy? Uh, there's I don't think they're on here. Anyway, someone's retiring, or someone has retired. So, I just want to jump in because I just looked up the judges. It looks like there's nine judges. There's one chief justice, and then in this article, there's seven, but they're currently going to fill one more, so that would make eight associate justices and one chief justice. Yeah, I think it was Justice uh, Kennedy was the one who retired. Yeah. Uh, And that suddenly left another vacancy on the Supreme Court. So now Kavanaugh. So it it shouldn't be a political thing like this is this is the court. This is the rule of law. Um, Obviously, this will have long lasting implications, uh, particularly to like a lot of social justice cases like uh, Roe v. Wade, which is like the the landmark abortion case. Like they're already saying like a conservative Supreme uh, Supreme Court that skews conservative could easily make abortion le- illegal uh, in the U.S. again. Yeah. So, um, so it has become this this political battleground, and as such, this um, you know this this poor woman who has had to relive this uh, fucking awful sexual assault uh, at the hands of her high school classmate uh, has found. Uh, support and belief for her story split fairly evenly along party lines. Yeah. The Democrats uh, and people who support the Democrats believe her, uh, whether they believe her because they just believe everyone or they believe her because they want uh, to see this particular uh, Supreme Court nominee shot down. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Whereas Republicans... Uh, are are definitely skewing towards, uh, you know, calling her a, a liar and saying that she's an opportunist or saying that she's a democratic plant and that she's manufactured this story so that she can yeah, so just she derail can. this nomination process. So, yeah, this is what, how identity politics become a, a bad thing for society as a whole because in what would be one of the most important decisions in Americans' lives. They have to pick a new person who's there for life, who's going to decide that the highest level of the court, what's going to happen with it. And people are, like you said, are picking along political lines. So if you're a Republican, you're just going to say she's a liar because you want this Republican Supreme Court in there. So now it's turning into like it's not a matter of whether it happened or not 
people are just like attacking the victim here instead of attacking the perpetrator. Yeah, and I think it's emblematic of like the problems in everyone's brains when it comes to like political identity yeah. these days. Like the thing I don't fucking get is that if this guy gets shot down, if they if they like actually investigated him and found like okay, he had like there was this attempted rape, like yeah. maybe you shouldn't sit on the highest court in America. If you yeah. tried raping someone and then, like, expressed no remorse for it and just, like, came out swinging against the victim. It's not going to be hard. It's not hard. Trump had a short list of, like, eight candidates for the role. Yeah. So just fucking go to the next guy. It's not going to be that hard to find some conservative shithead judge who fucking licks boots and toes the party line. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's, there's literally an entire list. Maybe this guy, but now it's become, like... Yeah, it's become this battle of wills between Democrats and Republicans. The Democrats want to see the guy get fucking uh, shot down because that will feel like a victory to them in a decade that has yielded very few victories for Democrats. And they're all still butthurt from the Gorsuch guy. Yeah. So they want pretty much the same thing to happen to the Republican guy that happened to... Obama not being able to really pick a Democrat guy. Yeah, which like all like... All of that should be secondary to the fact that, like, I strongly believe this woman is, like, fucking, like, you just, like, read her, de- like, she's not a professional actress. You read her demeanor. You you watch her as she's sharing these stories. And, uh, yeah, like, she's not an opportunist. She has no reason to lie. It's not like she's, like, some fucking, she's trotting out this 35-year-old Awful fucking story. She yeah. initially did it under, uh, you know, wanting to remain uh, anonymous because yeah. she didn't like she's seen what happens to people who. Yeah, are, you don't want your name, like, especially if you're as I as like she was in high school in 1983. So she's obviously like, what, 50 years old in their early 50s, probably obviously the same age as Kavanaugh. So she's got quite a professional career already built up and she's a doctor yeah okay yeah she's a doctor is she like a medical doctor or that doesn't really matter so anyways she's a doctor so american professor of psychology at palo alto university and a research psychologist at the stanford university school of medicine that's a fucking career yeah both of those things (laughs) those are like highly affected by a whole political party going against you because Oddly enough, that school's going to have conservatives in it who are going to look at her kind of accusing their guy as an attack on their personal uh, freedom. So they're going to somehow figure out how to try strike back. So if anybody's saying she's an opportunist, I don't really understand what opportunity she's seizing here because it kind of seems like the exact opposite of an opportunist where she's putting her personal and career life in jeopardy by going up against one of the biggest systems in the country. Yeah. Plus like, so a lot of the times when, um, when people come out with sexual assault or rape allegations. And the thing I don't fucking get is why there's such a, a like, huge segment of the population that just like doesn't want to believe that that sexual assault or rape or or harassment of women happens at the volume it does because there's this like huge group 
Uh, I don't actually know how it's huge. It's probably skewed larger being on Twitter where you're just like yeah. exposed to the world's worst opinions all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but there definitely is like a, a large segment of the population that like anytime there's uh, these sexual sexual assault, sexual harassment, sexual violence allegations against uh, famous people or in high profile cases, they're always like, it's the same shit. It's like, oh, they're in it for the money or they're in it for the fame or... Uh, why didn't they go to the cops or why didn't yeah. they like do things in this very specific way that I think sexual harassment should be dealt with? Well, Derek, I think it all comes down to denial, not just being a river. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, that so, didn't even get a smile. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the, my, one of the reasons I think you got to go down to the basic psychology of humans. And if, a lot of people don't want to admit basically how evil people are as a species because then that means that we're all shitty and life is actually pretty dark. Like for these people who are denying the volume of women that are getting sexually assaulted, which I think it's like as high as like one in two or even higher. It's like even going anecdotally from the women I don't like. Yeah. Every woman I know has, like, a sexual harassment story or a sexual assault story or a rape story. Like... Yeah, basically, a lot of people, like, mostly men don't want to admit how bad it is because nobody wants to be the bad guy. We all have a story and we want to be the hero. So if we admit that some of the tactics we have used to try to get laid in the past are actually full of harassment and aren't enjoyable by the party involved, the other party involved, then we kind of shrink back into ourselves and that big old shame monster comes up and you have to like maybe deal with your personal baggage and address how a lot of sexuality in our current society has been like masculine and I think another reason, too, is that if you take out this, we're getting way off topic, but if you take out the like what people are have termed toxic masculinity, if you take that whole effect out of sexual relations, then it's going to be a lot harder for men to get actual to actually get laid if women are just as strongly willed as men are and dudes don't want to get laid less. So in a roundabout way, that might be why they're all unwilling to admit how many women have been hurt in the past. Did I, was that too convoluted? Well, that last part you kind of lost. I was like, well, overall, I agree with that. Your sentiments. Yeah. But the last part was like, I don't think it fucking matters if dudes want to get laid less anymore. Like, it does. The fucking, the balance of power is no longer with the men. Men no yeah. longer decide how often men get. Looking back, I don't know that men ever decided that. Like, <laughs> Well, I think, like, yeah, they probably never really actually decided it. But I think it was kind of like a smoke and mirror show where they had this thing where they kind of they didn't really get to decide when they got laid but they gotta like pretend they decided when they got laid and as much as we don't want to admit it pretty much 80% of a man's man's sexuality is his confidence and if you're doing all the smoke and mirrors 
you had Wait, this, is that true? Yeah. Oh. And because shit, I'm, I'm not saying I'm overly confident, but there was a time when I didn't care about stuff and that can be misinterpreted as confidence. Like I remember when I hooked up with a girl, she's like, I'm really into bad boys. And I was like, I'm not a bad boy. And she's like, yeah, now I know that. And I was like, <laughs> well, that kind of hurts, but I, I get what you're saying. So yeah, what I'm, what, I don't know, like, I feel like half of a man's role in society is pretending he's in power when women can really pull the strings a lot easier than anybody's willing to admit. And maybe that's why the men need all of this pop and circumstance, pomp and circumstance, because... If we admit to ourselves how little power we have, then we'll all just get, like, super sad and, like, be that screechy cry guy who feels like he doesn't have any say in anything. I don't know, man. You are, like, it's weird because we don't see this, like, you're like, maybe people don't want to admit how evil they are, but we don't see this in regards to, like, any other crime. Like... Like, if you, I've never heard someone be like, oh, my house was broken into six years ago, and have someone be like, fucking prove it. Why didn't you phone the cops? Why don't you fucking, why would you lie about that, you fucking opportunist? Why would you lie to people and tell them, like, it's. I think, let me just, don't, I think the reason that that's not happening is it's not like people saying, my house got broken into. It's like saying, that guy broke into my house six years ago. And then people are like, well, why didn't you call the cops on that guy? And they'd be like, well, I didn't really want to. So, like, I get what you're saying. Like, other crimes don't have this weird, the victim has to go under scrutiny as much as in, like, a sexual assault case. Yeah, at all. Anytime a sexual assault case comes up, they're like, well, let's look at what the victim did wrong first, and then we'll decide how far we want to go attacking the perpetrator. Where it's like, yeah, like if you get mugged, they're not like, well, let's see what clothes were you yeah, wearing. Yeah, what? Were you just walking down the street waving fistfuls of money? Were you wearing, totally asking for were it. Were you wearing those tight pants where someone could tell how thick your wallet was? Jesus well, Christ. that's your fault. So. I don't know, man. It's fucked. Like for all the progress we made uh, dealing with this shit and surfacing it, there's still like – it was kind of heartbreaking. Like in the lead up to this, a lot of people – again, like this happens every fucking time. There's like some high-profile sexual assault or sexual harassment mm-hmm. um, allegations Uh all these women start sharing their own fucking stories on Twitter. And it's yeah. like, it is awful, man. Like, yeah, and then you got, you got to like... Look at your own behavior. Yeah, your own behavior. And you're like, oh, man, am I a piece of shit? And then you like, you start seeing some stuff that's questionable. And you're like, okay, maybe I talked to a woman badly and I shouldn't have done anything. And then you're like, holy fuck, all these women have these garbage men doing this to them? And you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, I really, like... The main, the big thing that I think we're all learning about me too is basically how hard it is to be a woman out there who has men attracted to her because which is every like doesn't lose a lot of women yeah and like it seems like what like because for us dudes all we want is for women to be attracted for us because at the end of the day we're never physically scared of women so it's basically all the benefits, none of the problems. Because like if a woman like thinks we're attractive and she screams at us, we're all like, oh, hey, that woman thinks I'm hot. 
sweet, I'm doing something right. We don't have to be like, do I not walk the same way I usually do home because she's going to follow me and have to like think about stuff in that weird way. Yeah, so I kind of just petered out there. This is going to be one of those episodes where all of our women listeners message me angrily after being, being like, oh, did you guys finally figure out that women have it tough? Like, <laughs> fucking cool. We've known this for like 40 years. Yeah. Like, why? Meanwhile, meanwhile, we're all like, yeah, we're really champions of women. And they're like, yeah, fuck you. Uh, we've been telling you this the whole time. Thanks for finally putting it out there. And that's why my, my whole thing now is like, I just like keep my mouth shut about this shit. I try to. Like, the podcast is my one outlet, but I don't go on Twitter and be like, men are so fucking shitty, because I'm like, what's what's the point? Like, I can change my own behavior, but I'm yeah. not going to go and be like, men are, I'm so sad <laughs> that I'm a man, and I want all the women to see that I'm sad about it. Yeah, because then it's like, there's like, there's this fine line where it turns from you understanding what's wrong, you addressing the problem, and then you're a white knight who you're just trying to show how pure and good you are to try to get laid. The guys I know actually who are like loudest about shit like this yeah. are, man, maybe it's just me assuming it, but they're, yeah. they're usually the ones who are like probably the shittiest to women or like oh, yeah. on some level. Like if you have to like, I don't know. Well, because... It's, it's that age old tactic where if you scream the loudest about other people doing crimes, nobody's going to come look at your crimes. It's yeah. Like if somebody is like Derek said, it is a pretty, like, it's like cheating. That's a good, that's a good, uh, way to look at it. Because if you're in a relationship and one of the people is cheating on the other one, that guy, that person guy, that person in the relationship is like clinically proven to act more jealous of the other person, even though they're maybe not be doing anything. So it's like if you're in a relationship and the other person all of a sudden starts getting super jealous of all the stuff you're doing, they're probably cheating on you. And that's the same way. Like Derek said, any guy who's white knighting himself up super high is just Maybe trying to make up lost ground he made, he lost in the past by being shitty to women. And yeah. So are we, I don't know. There's no real good way to end this subject because it's all like, who, if I say one more thing, maybe I won't be a shitty dude, but eh. I, there, there's a lot going on, but like, yeah, the, the shitty dude thing like that has to, and, and maybe we'll see. We've talked about it before, but maybe there will be just, this just like. Hopefully there will be this seismic shift in the way men treat women or maybe the balance of power swings towards women. And that's fucking great. That's fine because um, the, the whole men yeah. having the balance hasn't worked out particularly well for anyone. Yeah. I think as much as people, I don't know, who, like as much as people say nothing's happening from me too and it was all like a waste of time. I think the exact opposite. Like we are seeing a paradigm shift where I believe men's uh, behaviors towards women are changing and I guess getting more cordial. I don't know if that's just some men lying. And I think we're going to see less and less big cases like this where um, the 
the woman is like people are denying and not listening to her. And one of the other weird factors is I don't want to like try to sway my position on this and either way, but it is 35 years old and the people, the age of the people involved are also the age of the people that are least likely to believe the victim. Like anybody who's 50 plus is kind of more conservative when it comes to sexual assault allegations. Yeah. Yeah. Should we move on? Well, that's pretty much a full episode. I don't know what you want to move on to. You want to talk about Grady for... Oh, Jesus Christ. Because I don't want... Like, I feel like that was very informative and we did talk about the Ford Kavanaugh thing for half an hour indirectly, which... I never thought I could talk about something to do with the Supreme Courts for half an hour. So I would like to talk about... Now you want to lighten it up? I want to lighten lighten it up up by talking about the darkest mascot I've ever seen. I don't don't know. I don't know what's going on with this thing. So the Philadelphia Flyers unveiled... What was this, a week ago? Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, we got a new mascot. And everybody's like, oh, hey, I like mascots. And then it's just a fucking horror show because it's like the scariest mascot ever. It's like... uh, so he's a rotund fellow and he's super hairy and he has like a smiling mouth that looks kind of scary, but then he has googly eyes and he looks like, uh, we talked about Snuffleupagus last, he looks like yeah. the Snuffleupagus that's like tweaked out on, on oh, yeah, like definitely fucking- evil Snuffleupagus <laughs> without a trunk. So, but I kind of like it because Philadelphia Flyers, the hockey team. If you're not super involved in hockey, Philadelphia Flyers are you one should of the be. If you're not super involved in hockey, get into hockey. Yeah. Best sport on earth. Are, are they the Bean Town Bullies or is that Pittsburgh? What the Bean Town Bullies? They're the Broad Broad Street Bullies. That's Philly. Yeah. So, Bean, anyways, Bean Town yeah. is Boston. Okay. So Philly has this uh, uh, reputation of being tough and being mean and being gritty so their mascot that's why he's actually named gritty and i guess that's why he looks like pretty much fear incarnate of the opposite wise so anyways what i like about this guy is when they're doing like that on ice intermission thing to uh i don't know entertain the fans like they had they had one where it was Fans would dress up as goalies and then they would rest, race around the uh, rink and then the winner got some, like, I don't know, like a team store coupon. And Gritty goes out there and starts body checking them and then finishes first and then, like, starts cheering for himself and rubbing it in their faces. I saw another video where he was, like, it was like the mascot in the stance thing where yeah. he goes around. And I think it was a Philly New York Rangers game okay. uh, in Philly. And he finds a couple of guys dressed in New York Rangers gear and and he has one of those like industrial sized bags of popcorn. Yeah. And just fucking dumps it, like empties it on him, and then grabs the guy's <laughs> tube and like hurls it back into the stands. And I'm like, all right, like the mascot himself, fucking terrifying, like yeah. horrible. I don't know how, like the Twitter personality behind the thing is just fucking weird. It's like, yeah, like methed out caveman. But I see shit like that, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. uh, like a mascot and opposing a, a team, a mascot for your team going out and like berating and assaulting <laughs> fans of the opposite team. <laughs> Fucking okay in my book. It is hilarious, but it's like, 
Well, I guess I, I would never really go to a game dressed as like another team, but it's like if you go, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess I would. You have. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm a liar. Anyways, so if that's you and you're like get popcorn poured all over you, do you laugh it off or do you get like butt hurt and take it up with the team management? Personally, Derek. Oh, I try to get free shit out of it for sure. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. I wouldn't be I don't know if I'd be like mad, like actually mad about it. Yeah, I would, I would be like, what what free stuff can I get? <laughs> I was wronged. What is my financial compensation? Please. Yeah, like I wouldn't get up and go to management and be like, this is unheard of. I can't believe he did this to me. But I would be like, oh my god, I would tweet, oh my god, I can't believe this happened to me. Blah blah blah. I feel so sad. Yeah. I mean, the guys looked like they were pretty good sports about it. So maybe yeah. they were like talked to in advance and been like, this is oh, going to be our shtick. Yeah. Or they were they were just like like members of the social media team or something who were put there as plants. Or they were just cool dudes who just fucking rolled with it and probably got some free shit out. Yeah. Yeah, they probably like, oh, yeah, maybe like they didn't even have to complain. And Gritty's like, here, I'll give you some free shit. Who knows? Wouldn't that be a Wouldn't that be a world? The best thing would be would be like we'll give you free shit, and then they go to get their free shit, and it's all Phillies gear, and they're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like here we got you a replacement tube. It's just yeah. a, a Flyers tube. The best thing, yeah, even better than that, would be they go into the store to get their replacement shit. And it's all just Phillies gear. And then Gritty flies out of the shadows and <laughs> body checks them into like a shelf of merchandise. And then they get put on the internet again. <laughs> that would be gold. Gift that keeps on giving. All right, we're at, we're at an hour. I think we did pretty good. Considering I think we, did good. we had a couple of child interruptions. Yeah. Nothing too major. Hey, he, he got his poops out. We got our uh, metaphorical poops out. I think any time that there's, like, an extended period of time of making a child deal with something you're doing and it doesn't end in scream crying, that's a victory. Yeah. I definitely feel like uh, like we accomplished something. Hey, Noah. Yeah? <laughs> nice work today, bud. Yeah. Hey, thanks for helping us out. Thanks for being quiet, mostly. Do you, do you want to you come say goodbye to everybody? Well, no, wait, we got to do our stick. So thanks for tuning in to Outrage Factory. This has been episode 62. As always, I've been your host, Derek Bolin. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Herder. And I'm Dale DeRuder. And you can find me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can find us collectively on the Twitter machine. Only don't because we never check the account. But it's at OutrageFactPod. And you can hashtag OutrageFactory. Uh, you can find Noah on... No, you can't find Noah on Twitter. Uh, you can, actually. We started a Twitter account. Well, I started a Twitter account oh, really? before he was born. Yeah. I have not tweeted at it since he was born, but it's at Baby Bolin. Oh. Do you remember that? No. Well, no, because you weren't born yet. you got to change that because he's not a baby anymore. Or you could have it like a family account where now <laughs> you pass it off to Dwayne. Congratulations, Dwayne, on your new baby. I forget his name. Did we talk uh, Don- Donovan... Donovan... Did we talk about Dwayne's baby? Does Dwayne listen to this podcast? It's possible. Dwayne's the middle brother. Jared, the guy who doesn't listen to this podcast, is the little brother. So, Dwayne, if you're actually listening to this, congratulations. Sorry I forgot your baby's name, but he's hella cute. Little little, little half-Asian Donovan. Maybe yeah. we haven't talked about it yet. So, uh, <laughs> what you should do is give him the account so he could tweet for Baby Bolin. 
Because Noah's not really a baby anymore. Because the baby, it, it will always be, yeah, like, and then just pass it down through the generations. Yeah. Every time there's a baby. Exactly. We teach it to tweet. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, uh, like us on Facebook. Tell your friends about the podcast. Leave us a rating. Hit that subscribe button. Sign up on iTunes. Hit us up on Patreon. You could find, you could down, if you want to stay uh, not logged in and you don't want to like give an iTunes like login shit, you can go to Simplecast and search Outrage Factory and each episode will have an MP3 link that you could click on to download. Nobody it, does that. But that is way too much effort. I don't know why anybody would do anything Actually, I was making way. fun of you for, because you were like, oh, I've. Taught someone how to download like an MP3 or something, and I'm like, no one in the world does that. And then uh, uh, loyal listener Lorna, uh, who listens to the podcast a lot when she's traveling, yeah. uh, she's like, I do that all the time. And I was like, oh, and she's like, Dale actually helped me out a lot, telling yeah. me that she could do that. Yeah, like I, uh, for me personally, but I just go through iTunes. I download a whole bunch to my iPod. And then my iPod just kind of stays in my car and I listen to it when I drive to work. Cool. So do that. Dale and Laura, streaming exists. Streaming is a thing that you can do now. Or you don't want to use all your data, so you download it when you're on the Wi-Fi and then you can listen to it for free. Because if you download our free podcast and then you pay those exorbitant data overage fees, then you're really paying too much to listen to us talk. We want them to donate money to us. So they're not yeah, we want them to not pay overage fees. Actually, yeah. So they still do, have money. do what Dale said, and then the money you just saved on your monthly uh, uh, mobile bill, uh, go ahead and donate it to us on Patreon. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for tuning in, and until next week... Bye! No, see.